18th day of February 2018. This is the Radical Agnostic. We're back. Episode 148, I think. We're only on SoundCloud. You know how, how we should think about that? We're like underground radio, right, Brian? Sure. We're underground radio. Yeah, that makes us edgy. We're right? edgy, Brian. We're edgy. Fringe. We're fringe. We're counterculture. We're all those things. We're carving our own path. We're all those things. We're iconoclasts. Iconoclasts. That's as grandiose as I can get for today. <laughs> yeah. Well, we both have been doing this intermittent fasting thing. It's a, it's the newest health craze, everybody. <laughs> intermittent fasting. I mean, I'll sum up what I know about it. You stop eating at a certain time, and then you don't start again the next day until a certain time. And the goal is to... It sounds complicated. <laughs> the goal is to not eat for basically as long a period as possible, and then to eat all your food within a smaller window. I think you're supposed like ideally it's it's you want to eat within an eight hour window. You want to fast for about sixteen hours. I think eight is like yeah, that is the that's like the best of the best. It does. Well, that some hard. people do four, so they they don't eat for twenty hours and then they eat. What do they? Four. What do they work? What do these fucking people do? Uh, I don't know. Because like how, how do you how do you, how do you it's so these, rigidly yeah. maintain that schedule? Like, I know right? it's the, well. It's, I got a fucking job and a life, man. I got to eat when I can sometimes. Like, yeah. Well, it, right. And the, well, that's the tricky part. During the fasting period, you can't take in any calories of any kind. Any kind. You can't take in anything. It's not okay to just, oh, have a little nibble or whatever. That's not the point. The point isn't that you're not eating as much. That's part of it. That's part of why you, you'll lose fat when you do this. The point is that it has all these other benefits, like insulin regulation, regulation of blood sugar, and converting your body to something that lives off sugar and then waits for more and wants more and craves more. To a body that lives off fat, fat stores to be specific. So the, when by intermittent fasting you train the body to live off of fat, and that's when you get ketones in your blood, I believe. Some of y'all should be listening. <laughs> yes, Brian. Many in the audience are fat. <laughs> <laughs> so was I. That's why I started this shit. Yeah. Chuck sent me that picture and made me fucking hate him. I don't think I've talked to him since I got that picture. I'm like, fuck that guy. Chuck Smith. He's a 50-year-old man, so clearly he's yeah. decrepit, wrinkled. Yeah, and, uh, except frail. for then he sends you a picture and he looks like a Greek statue, that fucking guy. Yeah. He's got a fucking Chuck. eight pack. Yeah, an eight pack. Where'd you get those extra two, man? Do they, like, you... Where do they sell those? I know. You <laughs> Where do they get those? Because they issue you those when you go to that Anglico thing that he did. Like you get two extra abs. <laughs> <laughs> Sergeant, today you earned your abs. <laughs> today you earned your two extra. Well, here's another thing. Well, intermittent fasting. I don't know. So so far so good on my end. I, I've lost some fat. I lost. I didn't really want to lose weight. I was still trying to bulk up, and then I was like, they say for guys like who want to do that, like intermediate level like a weightlifting kind of pe- exercise people who are thin but still kind of skinny fat or a little bit like that they should go down they should cut until they have a six pack until you have abs and then start over building trying to lean gain which is really hard to do gains my gains i stop i also like cut that on, on my added sugar by like 75% like a lot and it really it coincided with 
I mean, having much lower anxiety during the day, just on a regular basis. It, I'm pre- like, I, I didn't want to believe it. Like, I was like, oh, it's just a coincidence or this or that for the first few days. And then it kept happening. It kept applying. And indeed, like, the only times during the day where I do feel anxiety coming up is, like, after a meal, usually. And even though they're not sugary You sure meals, you don't just have to, like, take shit or something? I could. My whole life have been misinterpreting the need to defecate with anxiety. anxiety. Yeah. I don't have a mental illness. I'm glad we could clear that up. I have a crammed, I have a fucking a crammed gr- colon gridlock in my skidlock. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you guys pay the big bucks to listen to this podcast. Yeah. That's why we give it away. Little red hot chili peppers. Lenny Kravitz, you know, give it away, give it away, give it away now. Lenny kicking it. Kicking yeah. ass on vocals. Lenny Kravitz. On Lenny vocals. Kravitz. Lead singer of the red hot chili peppers. Well, I, I have here down here political exhaustion. I wanted to talk about how uh, cynical I'm getting towards this whole thing, American politics. But <coughs> maybe a good way to get into that is school shooting. The whole one of the scary things, right, is supposed to be that we're all going to get used to this and like not even care. Sure. I'm fucking used to it. Like I, I just got there. I got there already. I mean, now a lot of you out there, including you, Brian, actually know about this, know some stuff about it. And you've probably seen some footage and things. Yes. I, none. Not, I don't even know about it. I, don't, I haven't read the, the more, article. More so because it came up at work. You know, we're expecting more crisis calls from schools. Yeah. And then, you well, know, I'm, I'm, then watching course, the, I'm watching the relentless assault of maims from both flanks, the right and the left. Right. It's, my, my question again to anybody listening, when the fuck did maims replace original thought? When, when did people stop thinking for themselves and like you can't type three fucking sentences to express how you feel? You have to have somebody else fucking think for It's fucking annoying. Like I bypass all your memes. I don't give a fuck about any of them. Eat a dick with your meme. I, I'm sure they go together somehow. I'm fucking sick of it. Have an original thought. Like I'm sure you have thoughts on this subject. Fucking put them out there. Like we're your friends. These are your friends that you're talking to. You don't need to do it with a fucking picture. Use your fucking heads. What if someone said, uh, what if they said, well, it's, you know, they're, they're clever Are they concise. They're, the whole 18 school shooting thing, no. There have not been 18 school shootings in 2018. You should see what they're using as criteria for this. One was an accidental discharge of a fucking school safety officer's weapon where a kid sat down beside him, a third grader, and accidentally pulled his trigger. It hit the floor. That's a school shooting. Another one was a guy who pulled into the parking lot of a school that was shut the fuck down and killed himself. That's a school shooting. Another one was a girl in a criminal justice class who picked up a weapon she thought was unloaded, fired it accidentally at a wall target, and put a hole in the wall. That they're counting as a school shooting. A, a, a second, another one was a bullet that hit a window from a shooting that occurred off campus. That they're considering a school shooting. When you're, when you're fucking telling lies... Well, the, the stats are those. Those are very mis. That's very misleading. Well, all right. First of all, my question is, how many more were were dumb well, like that? Well, he, a lot of them. I think there were three that were legit. Three. There and, had to be two, more than that. And two of them were. Unless you're requiring fatalities. Un, until un, and two of them were three that were fatal. Yeah, two were like student versus student. Like one dude was mad at another dude, shot him, and there was the one where the guy shot the dude and probably the ex girlfriend. Yeah, and now, then, I have no and then pro- this one. Now, I, now I have I'll, no problem with counting those. No, personally. no. Well, I said three. Oh, so yeah. Well, you said three were fatal, and then those are said, the three right oh, there, and that one. 
Those are school shootings. But you can't you can't tell me there's 18 school shootings and one was an accidental discharge and one was a school that was fucking shut down and one was an accidental discharge. That, that's that's bullshit. That's fucking misleading. Those, that's, that, those are lies. Those shouldn't be in there. Those are straight out lies. Now here here's 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 where I'll qualify that. One school shooting is too fucking many. Yeah. We, there shouldn't be any fucking school shootings. When we were growing up, when I was yeah. growing up, nobody was getting shot at schools. Never. No one was getting shot at schools. Nope. And I, I can say the same so thing. So even as if there's some, six or three or eight that where people came into a school with a gun angry and fired it, which I would say that that's a school shooting for me. Sure. If you came in there to, with the intent of fucking somebody up yeah, and you fired, fired a, gun, a gun, that's a school shooting. Yeah. So even if there's 10 or 3 yeah. or whatever. A fucking accidental discharge into the just, floor. But, stop, but stop Brian, lying. it's February, though. <laughs> That's the scary part. Like, even if it's 3 or 6 or 8, like you were just saying. Yeah, it's too many. It's way too many. But don't it's, lie. It's the, like, it's it's the, the beginning it's the, of the year. It's the same thing I, I had the arguments about Obama and the same thing I have the arguments with Trump about. You, there's so much shit to be unhappy about. You don't have to make things up. Stop <sighs> yeah. making shit up. Right. Because you lose your audience. You lose the people whose yeah. minds you're trying to change, the people whose thoughts you're trying to affect, you lose them as soon as they know you're full of shit. If the number is five or six, that's a shocking that's number. That's fucking Just horrible. Tell the truth. Just throw down five. That's Just, fucked up. Yeah. If you told me there's been three shootings already, I'd be like, God damn, it's only February. Like, like I, I guess I, like I, I, eighteen. Yeah. You just you just know that number's bullshit when you hear it. Well, so then you look into it and you're like, oh, it is bullshit. Well, some people will say the fact of guns on campus, even if they're, they'll say, yeah, part of the reason I'm against guns is because of accidents. They're dangerous because of accidents, which of course is true. That would be what they would say. Is you know, I, I'm I'm still I'm counting those because a gun, a loaded gun, got into a school, and that's my that's the problem I have. So you know, you, you know though, an accidental discharge is different from a shooting. Right. In a shooting, someone got it, shot. Yeah, they shouldn't call it a shooting for sure. In a that, shooting, someone true. got shot. That's true. They can't call that a school shooting, really. No, that's it's it's ridiculous. I mean, I would count it even if if someone shot at someone. Sure. Yeah, you were too. So anyway, yeah, if you're shooting at someone, then you intended to fucking yeah, shoot them. The that's a thing. fuck. That's attempted right, right. murder. No, and here's the thing. So <clears throat> school shootings now it's become totally predictable, right? Like what each side. We'll say, oh, there's no, there's no question. So, I, I so don't, I don't jump they, in it and they at predict, all. And they predict each other to shoot each other down. They go like, so the school shooting happens. Let's say a Republican gets the first tweet out first. We'll just say it's, it's going to be, be thoughts and prayers. Yeah, right. Okay. There's thoughts, and, thoughts prayers. and prayers. Right. And then, and then he'll say, and then there's banned assault rifles. Yeah. And then he'll say, and then he'll say, and here come the liberals to politicize this horrible tragedy. Like he'll predict their cliched response. So then they'll come out sure. and politicize the and, tragedy. And somebody on the other side, if they get out first, it'll be here come the thoughts and prayers. Here come the thoughts and prayers. So, and then and then those things all, of course, happen. Boom, boom. boom. Oh, yeah. We're talking specifics. And we named like three things. There's, there's a bunch of others just in this first round of predictable stuff. Yeah. And now a new a new round has come out. Where it's people pointing out the the back and the partisan back and forth between both sides and nothing getting done about it. So sure. now there's a new a new kind of thing that everyone. That, but that that <laughs> happens in everything. That's right. not just yeah, that's right. That that's that's American politics. That's the right. cliche partisan back and forth, and then the status quo continues. Well, here's what I called it. It's a the a culture of reaction. That's what it is, right? Because it's predicting, and then they do it, and then you react, and you see, ha, 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 I told you so, and then they say, ha, ha, and that, that, and you're bad, and you're bad, and then another, and then a guy comes out who respond, who's reacting to everyone else, and he's like, God, this is dumb, which he's right about, and he goes, 
here come the this, this, and this from this side and that, 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 and then nothing gets done. Like that guy is now a cliche too. The guy who is noticing how cliche our and, and predictable our society is, that guy has become cliche because it's that bad. So now that's the kind of thing that made me that made me really cynical and made me want to like feel exhausted about it. Because I'm like, well, well there's, saying there's, things there's, at all. There's no apparently. Point, there's no point in getting into the and getting into it, which, which means because you're not going to change anybody's anybody's mind. Like the the weird thing about this one, 36 times this dude was brought to the attention of police. If I'm if I've read things right, 36 times this dude had the police called on him. Schools notified people. Students notified people. The FBI was fucking notified twice. Specifically, the FBI. Was notified twice about this dude. He made claims that he was going to be a professional school shooter. I heard other kids interviewed saying this kid told them that he was going to shoot up the school. They told somebody. Nothing fucking happened. That's fucked up, man. Law enforcement dropped the fucking ball. See, here's the thing. You're like, we need more laws. So this is where I kind of fall with the with the 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 two A conservative guys. The laws that are in place should have stopped this. They had all the information they needed to stop this dude from doing what he fucking did, and nobody did anything. They just dropped the fucking ball, and that's fucking disgusting. The, to serve and protect, what we, and I'm getting a huge charge out of this. All oh, the FBI is looking for collusion, and 17 kids are dead because of it. And you know what's weird? That's not wrong. I mean, I'm sure they have different guys working yeah, on the collusion case, not, not but how related. the fuck do you get notified about a school shooter twice and you don't do anything, but and then he shoots up the school? It's got nothing to do with, with Russia. Like, I get what you're saying is that the organization is putting all these resources into this one scandal. And they're saying know, they couldn't find this. this guy who's posting online that he's going to shoot up a school. The FBI but, can't find a yeah, guy. I know. You can, you can find John for downloading a fucking HBO show illegally, yeah. but you can't find this dude who's threatening to shoot up a school? I know. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me you're the fucking fbi and i thought i thought people were complaining that oh this country's too um you know too sensitive now and, and if anyone says anything in a school violent you know they get pulled out and it's just a huge 36 federal case. times yeah, and this kid's like i'm going to shoot up this school his own fucking mother before she died had called the police on this kid to fucking report what state was this in florida was <laughs> Everyone gives them a kind of a ah, you you guys, because it's kind of like the well, Down syndrome. Florida, they're like the south just, of the south, right? right like, yeah. I mean, they're just—it's they another a, level of south. It's, it's it's not it's not the best down there. No, and this is coming from Florida. two dudes in Arizona. Yeah, from Arizona, Stan. Yeah. Anyway, they, they had, there, there was every law that needed to be in place to stop this kid. Now, the weird thing is, he bought this rifle legally as an eighteen-year-old, which I. I'm not sure about that. A little young, you mean. Well, then I'm conflicted about it, though, because at 18 years old, you anyone can sign up for the military and be issued one of these and sent to foreign countries to shoot at people that we don't care about. Right. Can't drink, but you could do that. Can't drink, but you can do that. So what do we or do? Do we, weed. Yeah. Do we look? Yeah. It's 21 everywhere. Yeah. Dude, where you, it's legal. You can't, you can't smoke weed, but you can buy a fucking, an M4. Yeah. That doesn't, that, that to doesn't me, that really sense. doesn't make sense. Because if you ask me the question, would you rather have this kid who's potentially a psychopath buying a rifle or smoking weed? Roll that man a joint. <laughs> Roll him too. Yeah. Let's settle that fucking ass down. Yeah. So that, then we can talk about the rifle. So we're gonna, we're not gonna. So I and I don't want any kind of ban on weapons, as you know. I, right. I don't. I think if you think that that's not what the Second Amendment is based on, then you don't understand the Second Amendment. I've always thought that. I well, I shouldn't have weapons of war. You know what? It was muskets back then. Do you know what? All the right, mu- all right. Don't go yeah. through all this stuff. Uh, the musket I'm gonna wasn't be weapon tempted, of war. If you're then. gonna be one sided, then I'm gonna start. 
doing the other side. But I'm not, I'm not one sided. Well, I no, right now, my idea. Right but now, you can though, buy a rifle, but you can't smoke weed. It's so stupid. Stupid. Dude. It's fucking dumb. And the, the the worst one is the is that you can go to war. Yeah, you can That's be sent to war at up. 18, but you can't smoke weed. You can't drink. So it's cool to go fight a war. There's no, but uh, you can't, you can't, you can't, no you clever, can't grab a beer down at the local yeah, watering hole. There's no, there's no clever like intellectual fucking like excuse for that either. Now, now I know it's just that like, on, oh, we need these bodies on base we, we at 18. These. You can drink. You can drink at the EM clubs up there at an eight, as 18 year old soldier. On, you can drink on the base on ba- in the U.S. In, in the U.S. and overseas. Overseas, can, I would have assumed you, you can just do it everywhere overseas. Yeah. I was drinking at fucking fourteen yeah. overseas, so in bars. Yeah, like, just walk in. You got an American dollar; they'll take it. Yeah, but yeah. So what do you do? Do you lower the drinking age or do you raise the shooting age? <laughs> like, what, 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 <laughs> yeah, how do you yeah. fix that? Yeah, nobody wants to compromise. And liberals, I'm sorry, you're not going to get the most popular rifle in America banned. It's not going to happen. No, it isn't going to happen. If the NRA and the Second mm-hmm. Amendment are responsible for gun deaths, are the first is the First Amendment and the ACLU responsible for hate speech? Did I stump you with that one? Yeah, well, I'm trying to see where that analogy lines up and where it doesn't. I mean, because so, so certain types of dangerous speech are prohibited then. So there are limitations on the First Amendment. To protect, certain types to of weapons people. are prohibited too. Right. And that's what... So th- there's a good parallel there. It, yeah, but... It, Only nobody's dying directly from hate speech. Nobody's directly getting killed. Right. Well, that's the kind that's banned is the kind that incites violence. It's, you can't, you're not allowed to stand up and go... All of you, let's go downtown and beat up some Jews. You can't say that. You yeah. can say Jews and, and are not, inferior. Not only, not only can't you say that, you shouldn't say that. You probably that. shouldn't say yeah, that. Yeah, just don't say that. Yeah. Or one of the listeners could cut that out and put it to music. Me saying, hey, everybody, let's go downtown and kill some Jews. No, actually, don't. Don't yeah, do that. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Kill some Jew. Kill some Jew. We're going to do it. We're going to a strange place for this show. Yes, we are. That made me think of another thing, and I know that we're getting a little tangential here, but have you seen the the social media posts by white people trying to fake that they got beat up at the Black Panther show? Black people beat me up. They said this movie wasn't for me. All right, people are faking. Like white people faking getting beat up by black people at Black Panther shows to say this movie's not for you. It happened more than once. Yeah, I've seen several posts about people pointing it out. Like, it, look, look yeah. at this bitch. Right, acting like I got jumped by black thugs That's at so the racist, Black Panther dude. premiere. That's so fucking racist. What? Like you, your life you're is inciting that, race. Yeah, your race life hatred. is that fucking empty. Yeah. That's how empty your life is. That you're. This is the prank in quotes. Yeah. This is the prank that you're you came pull? up with. Yeah. This is this is what you decided to do on a Friday night. This was your idea of what you should dude, fucking Brian, do. Brian, like what goes on in their head because they're uh, you, they, dude, please don't ask no, me because I don't it out. fucking I know. I need to know because they they go down they they what they do is they go out or they don't. They're just sitting at home all the time. But they don't find any examples, right, in their real life of black people doing bad things to them. So like they bad, have to create one to justify their, their own feeling, hate yeah, of their black own people. Hate, but why doesn't in, why in their head doesn't it ever go Or maybe just why, to get if they're so bad, why do I have to make it up? Yeah, it could just be attention you and know, fame. Maybe they're just you know what the first thing I think is, oh, borderline. Borderline personality disorder. Please pay attention to me. 
Please pay attention to me. Yep. Because how many borderlines have I seen that make up shit about their parents to fucking to get attention, and their parents are like, "This is not true, man." Like we, yeah. You know, you go, you talk to the family, and you realize like this kid's got a personality disorder. They <laughs> they need some some bunch of counseling. Yeah. Bunch of counseling. Stupid, awful shit. Like that's what you're gonna do. Jesus Christ. Like, is it weird? Can can black people not have a superhero movie? Yeah. Should they not? Yeah. Isn't it cool that that, well, that like, most they, superheroes are white, man? Yeah. And now now young black kids have a great, amazing, fucking iconic superhero that they can look up to, that they can say, this dude looks like me. Yeah. And, and he does awesome shit, and he's saving the world. Yeah. And that's fucking cool. And apparently cool. the movie is like amazing. top quality. Yeah. I, I've heard that for a long time. Yeah. You know. In like, like every this way. Is, this is the Marvel movie that I've been most excited to see. Dude. This one's everyone's flipping their shit about. I was soup. The best part of Captain America: Civil War is that they fucking introduced Black Panther. Right. That's well, the best. Dude, he's then, fucking amazing. He's awesome hero. And and when like the alt right lost their mind with that Ghostbusters reboot with all girls. Which here's the thing, guys. It's possible to see that movie and go, oh, this is like a kind of heavy handed studio attempt to portray diversity they're forcing it kind of on us in a way it's for that reason silly and for that reason probably not very good you can say that and not get mad about it or say it shouldn't exist or you shouldn't go to it remember when yeah. they lost their yeah. bro i want little i want your life where i can get that mad about a fucking movie yeah like how easy your life must be otherwise if this upsets you that because bad. they see it as a pu another puzzle piece in a giant global jewish conspiracy to globalists etc brexit the uh trump again hat red hat that's the that was that was their intellectual <laughs> what's trump trail. again i i heard trump again <laughs> yeah trump again Trumpageddon, which is pretty much, isn't that where we are? That's where we are. <laughs> it's Trumpageddon. His, his approval rating is the highest it's been in a, in a long, long time. It's like 42%. Wow. It's like I either... America, they, you never cease to amaze me. I think it's I think it's like people like me are just not, they're not answering the phone anymore. <laughs> They've barricaded themselves in a house, and when the pollsters call, we just go, we either don't answer or we're so delirious. We're like, yeah, Trump, approve, strongly approve. I strongly approve Trump. I, I had a lot of random thoughts the other day that I really enjoyed. Like, I'm going to start doing them more. I have some funnier ones I'm going to put up. There are some funny I'm ones. I'm going to put up there. soon. Like, so we've had rain. Rain. You know, the past few days. Yeah. I, like, and for, for people that might be listening to this. The wet stuff. Yeah. In <laughs> other places of the world. Good old rain. <laughs> where it rains regularly. Yeah, yeah. This is actually a huge I, deal. I, How long has it been? It's almost like eight months. Eight months. Since we had any. It was the longest dry stretch in like. It was an amazing amount of time. I just read, I think it was at least 10 or 12 years. Fake news. It's, it's the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. But those, those, those ISS reports, they use false, <laughs> false statistical model when you have more than three television sets in your house. The uh, drivers in Tucson, man. They're not good at it? No, dude. And, and what's weird is it, it, there's two extremes. Like 99 out of 100 drivers want to do 20 miles an hour when it's raining. But then there's that one dude that wants to do 75. Yeah. And, it, and he, he he ends up being the dangerous right, one. Right. But he would probably only do like 45 or 50 if those other people weren't doing 25. We weren't so frustrated. Yeah, like, he, fuck these pussies. Yeah, he's got an extra 30 miles an hour of anger on that pedal. Like, you know, he's just... Didn't have to be there. Yeah. Uh, and oh, the reasonable people that just want to do 35 or 40 <laughs> we're stuck in the middle of all that shit yes 
It, it's it's uh, <laughs> what a bunch of cunts, man. <laughs> They're scared. You can you can smell fear in the air. That's what pisses me off the most. Yeah, it's not like some decision people make. It's like, huh? What is that? What is that? Why is it not dry? Why is, like why is invisibility perfect? Can I still turn left? <laughs> I'm used to things being dry. Yeah, but there's a puddle. Why aren't they dry? Yeah, and then, it, then it's fucking pothole central, dude. My my street by my house looks like it's taken mortar fire. Yeah. Like, there's just big, like, fucking holes I, everywhere. Yeah. I guess someone did explain this to me a while back, and I just remembered it and thought of it as a realization. But I was like, oh, that's why that happens. Like it, when it, especially in a dry place, like, road deteriorates, cracks or whatever, and then it fills in with dust and shit, dirt. It's not a big deal. It's not a pothole yet. And then it rains... And all that crap gets gets flushed out, and now you realize the true state yeah. of then, your city. And suddenly, suddenly, your whole tire fits in there. <laughs> like, it stays there. Yeah. The rest of your car you keeps can going. bend your fucking rim in there. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. going down. And, and so no rain in eight months. Yeah. But then last week, my dog fucking slices his pad and ha- his paw. Yeah. Not his pad, his, pa- his paw. Yeah. He slices it between the two pads. Oh, for God's sake. So he has to go into a wrap that can't get wet, and then it rains for three straight days, and my yard's a fucking mud hole. So we got to wrap this dog up in saran wrap. Yeah. Like 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 a broken leg dude taking a shower every time he goes outside, which is like fucking twenty times a day. <laughs> it's such a it's been such a pain in the ass, man. I know, like poor me, big problems. Got to wrap up your dog's foot, but pain. It, what a that dude. that dog, man. God, if a hawk takes you, I'm only gonna be sad for a minute. Like just <laughs> be a minute. <laughs> what do they do? Definitely not that. I don't know what that was. <laughs> More <laughs> like a cat. Sounds like a cat. Yeah, it's a constipated cat. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, rain, good old precipitation. The New York Times tells us a new form of water, both liquid and solid, is quote really strange. Long theorized to be found in the mantles of Uranus and Neptune, the confirmation of the existence of superionic ice could lead to the development of new materials sounds like a wrapper so it's simultaneously solid and liquid so that's no matter how much i read that's not going to become any more clear i'm I'm, already confused and we just started i'm like i don't solid and liquid it's a really it's a a really strange state of matter says this guy it's not comes to mind right like cold boogers yeah solid and liquid the, the new form of water consists of a rigid lattice of oxygen atoms through which positively charged hydrogen nuclei move. So the, what's weird about it is that the oxygen atoms are stationary. They're not moving like ice. And the hydrogen ones are still flowing in between like Rebels. they do when it's water. Rebel hydrogen. Yeah. Refuses to conform. It won't, it won't be told to be so rigid. To be so rigid. Yeah, loosen up. Loosen oxygen. up, oxygen. You f- I'm going to take you out and treat you to a night on the town. Oxygen. It's going to be ionic. (laughs) It is not known to exist naturally anywhere on Earth, but it may be found farther out in the solar system. It's, but it's only underground. It's only under extreme pressure. So it has to be under really high heat. So it's like Uranus well water. Yes. Yeah. You dig down into the, that ice giant. Pumping that up to the surface. 
they theorize that it could exist. It's, it's extreme heat and high pressure. So the heat melts the chemical bonds between the hydrogen and, and oxygen. The high pressure keeps the larger and heavier oxygen atoms stacked in a fixed crystal, crystal alignment, a solid. All the hydrogen ions flow through. While well, hydrogen just runs around willy-nilly. Like it owns the place. Doing what it wants. <laughs> that makes it a conductor of electricity like a metal, but the current is carried by positively charged ions instead of electrons. It's as though the water ice is partially molten, said that guy from the Earth of Planetary University of such and such. I love that guy. What he did was he squeezed water between two pieces of diamond with a pressure of 360,000 pounds per square inch. It's a lot of pressure for those listening. Too much pressure for your sandwich. You'll have a mess. You'll have a mess. One atom thick. Your sandwich will be like a mile wide, but only one atom. <laughs> well, then you have to work for it at least. <laughs> You're going to have to move around to eat that bitch. You can burn calories while you take them in. Can you even see something that's one atom thick? Probably not. You could probably fuck a sheet of something. You could snort that sandwich. That's 25,000 times greater than uh, Earth's air pressure. Did a couple lines of sandwich earlier. <laughs> Still got a lot left. Feeling full, though. Yeah. It's going to be our worst show ever. Huh? Like you can, is it in its own ice cube? Like it's, I can drink it, but it's got its own ice cube That's in there? That's right. Yeah. You pour it into your glass. You drink the hydrogen. Do you think it'll make me burp more or less? It, it, you practical it. questions, John. I have practical questions about this molten well, water. you know, it's, it's tricky because you, you can't pour it out of the container because it's a solid. And then... So I have to use a straw. Yeah. So you dip it in there, start sucking it up, and then... Uh, but can I even get through it? Nobody with knows. With a straw? It's ice. Titanium straw. Hell no, it's ice, Solving Brian. problems as we go. Like a screw saw, uh, screw straw. Yeah. You got to screw it in. But then... What's, what's really interesting, you can just go use a normal straw again because it's a liquid, so you're fine. So you can't slide, pour it out because it's a solid. slide the normal straw into the center of the titanium screw straw? Right, and then you get a couple of different other kinds of straws for other aspects of this. I can't get into it now, but... All of which will be made in China. <laughs> all of which will be made clear eventually, people. Yeah, Trump Incorporated is already working on one of these. Well, this is what, yeah, this is what, this is what, how much of a dick that, that he is. The, the president's thing about the school shooting. Very sad that the FBI missed all the many signals sent out by the Florida school shooter. Oh, but this is what you kind of agreed with before, but now coming out of his faith. This is not acceptable. They're spending too much time trying to prove Russian collusion with the Trump campaign. There is no collusion. Get back to the basics and make us all proud. Yeah, except for the collusion. But, uh, <laughs> and then someone, this guy, Ruben Gallego, wrote, You're such a psychopath that you have to make even the death of 17 children about you. Did because you America his, did, will regret the day you were ever born. <laughs> well, like we don't? Yeah. Well, 42% of us don't, but. Yeah. Did you see the picture down there of him at the school with no. his big smiling face? No. Is it's, that what he a, did? it's a photo op for this guy, man. Well. Anyway, the FBI foiled a, a huge terrorist plot in San Francisco like a week ago. Of course, Trump didn't mention it. Right on. Yeti. So it has, it has nothing to do with Russia, the Russia probe. No, That's a special I, it, counsel. It, it, he hired just, his own that's guys. That's when we were talking about yeah. the back and forth, and this yeah, is just yeah, one yeah. of the things I saw. Yeah. And the, the, thing about, the thing about all those little back and forth memes is, sure, you're kind of right, and then you're totally wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, stuff keeps getting older. Including us? Although I don't. I don't know if this technically counts as older, but anyway, these scientists flew over um, 
Are we talking about the Mayan stuff? Yeah. Yeah, the laser grid. Is it Peru? No, it's Central American jungles. Well, anyway, so all those so, countries probably. Like there's, it's as big as this thing is, it's probably in several it countries. It probably is. We found five new cities, said a research assistant. That are all linked, right? Yeah. Like it's by a roadways. And, yeah. A megalopolis is, a, is a, a, a group of cities that are connected. Like Phoenix basically is a megalopolis. Oh, it's they, five I, different I, cities. I heard by like 2030 will be... They'll, they'll just be straight through between It'll Phoenix and Tucson. One big city. Yeah. Or You'll just yeah. always drive with urban shit going on around you. Right. It, it, it does get closer all the time, right? Or maybe it was 2050. Yeah, you're in Phoenix a lot sooner than you used to be. It's true. Even since I got here. Yeah, so uh, this whole team, they discovered 60,000 previously unknown Mayan bu- buildings, homes, ceremonial structures, agricultural adaptations, and pyramids. They used LIDAR technology that fires pulsed laser light down from a plane onto the ground and it reveals the shape of objects uh, apparently it's able to to penetrate the canopy and 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 it, and show like the shapes of solid objects down there including those obscured by dense forest canopies there you go that's why you read this is the largest archaeological archaeological this is the largest archaeological survey done by lidar ever in the world so they shot it down on 60,000 miles of shit on a huge area, and they found 60,000 buildings that they hadn't even known were there. Like, the looters had, it looked to have been there, you know, on and off over the years, and, and different people. It wasn't, these things weren't known. This wasn't mapped out in terms of Mayan ruins. So it's insane. It's a gigantic thing. And it, it's important for a couple of reasons. First of all, because they thought the Mayans, you know, they had those huge cities and they have those pyramids and all that crap. But the idea was that these aren't really places where people live, I think. Like, they, they knew they lived in the surrounding areas, but they were religious centers. So they thought they were, like, gathering places. Gathering places. Gathered, but yeah. now we're finding out they were actually part of large cities. That's right, like real cities where there's obviously a thriving economy and shit like that. And, and there's the size of this is much bigger, so it changes the idea of what their population could have been. So I guess in the official anthropology they have sort of been playing down the size of the Mayan empire and the the significance of these megalithic structures because they were just ceremonial things and it wasn't, I don't know, it, I don't know, it kind of like took them down a peg. Researchers have always assumed Mayan cities were not dense, but the new data suggests that they developed huge populations in urban settings similar to the early metropolises of China and Rome. A complex, humming urban landscape is no longer seen as impossible for the Maya. It shows that they had more resources. So it's 810... And more technology. Yeah. It's 810 square miles. Damn. How big is Phoenix? I wonder. Uh, so they drained wetlands. They built terraces on hillsides. They dug irrigation channels. Uh, they were. We knew they were amazing mathematicians and astronomers, but they were also very good engineers of their environment, the guy said. Everything was done with a purpose, and every inch of the ground has been manipulated in some form. The amount of investment is unprecedented. Phoenix is 500 square miles? Los Angeles. Los Angeles? It's 503 square miles. Holy shit. That ought to give you an idea of how fucking big that place is. <laughs> so they use those crazy, uh, these high technology uh, processes to preserve soils and control the flow of water that maintained its richness. They withstood droughts. Um, Phoenix is actually 517 square miles, though. More spread out. Really? LA. Yeah. 
This is insane how big this and, thing and was. And still, like, that's two-thirds of the size. Yeah. So they also thought that climate uh, disaster was what wiped out the Mayans, that they had, like... But, John, climate's not dangerous. I don't, I don't really believe that there is a climate. No, and climate science isn't a real... It's not a thing, John. Brian, it's we, not real. Just because you and I have grown up with them telling us that there's such a thing as a climate, I contend that the weather is always the same. I don't believe that it has ever done anything weird in terms of weather. (laughs) Temperature fluctuations, not in my book. Never. Never seen it. Never. I don't believe in climate. I'm taking this a step further. No such thing as climate? Yeah. I like where you're going, John. These fucking, these flat earthers and climate deniers, they're, they're, they're eating up the liberal bullshit that there's such a thing as the earth or a climate. Yeah. You know? Show me a, show me the climate, Brian. And oh, sh- oh, you can't. And show me an actual not fake picture of a round Earth. Just so you guys know, he's not showing me any climate right now. He's can't big big climate. You're, yeah. you got paid off by big climate. Soros, actually, John is who's I'm on his payroll. Oh, you forget we're paid by Soros. Well, he pays your, me too. You for, didn't get your for, check for, this week for other issues, though. Yeah. yeah, you didn't get your check this week, John. <laughs> anyway, Wait, I didn't get mine either. Again. Yeah. This is like every week in a row. He's really been... It's like every week in a I row. I might have to stop being a liberal. If he doesn't... If I don't get something's money soon. Yeah. I don't every, have to... Every just, week in a row, I have not been paid. Really? All of the weeks? All of the weeks. Ever. <sighs> He's late. Son of a bitch. I know. Well, I'm trying to go on to Black Panther tonight, man. Can I get my check? When the check George, comes, George, how's the stock market looking? That was crazy last week when it fucking crashed. The largest one-day drop of all time last week. Never. I haven't figured out yet how that's Obama's fault, but I'm sure it is. No, it's t- or Hillary's. If I have I, to explain it to you, you're too dumb to get it anyway. Yeah, well, we're, I, you're, well, you're right about one thing. <laughs> it was Michelle? I think it was Michelle Obama that did it. Son of a bitch! And then the next day it went up like 500, and then the next day it dropped another thousand, and it was like I and I I love it when the stock market crashes. I got nothing in it. It so. makes me so happy, and I know that's not a it's not it's not a very nice way to play. But I love it. I was hoping so much every day that it would crash farther just to hurt Trump. Yeah, that's how petty and vindictive I've become. I'll bankrupt our our brave patriotic millionaires just to see the president fail. Those poor guys. Like, why would you want them to suffer, John? I know. Haven't they been through enough? All right, we're going to end on something pretty, pretty freaking interesting. This guy, Johan Hari, Rogan had him on, but I had already read an article by him. He writes about depression. He's written about uh, addiction as well. And he's got a, all the newest research on depression. His, uh, his narrative goes something like this. Like 70s, 60s, 70s, depression started to be viewed as a chemical imbalance. So it's a, a lack of serotonin in the brain. Or norepinephrine or dopamine. And that for that reason... Of course, like pharmacological treatment is the main and best approach. You, re- you replenish the serotonin levels and then the person won't be depressed anymore. Well, the obvious limitation here is that idea totally reflects a bias towards the physical side of things. And it, so it sounds just like materialists or physicalists who believe, you know, there's, consciousness doesn't really exist. It's just kind of a byproduct of brain function. Of the brain, right. So uh, that's clearly what's going. So when, when they found a correlation, oh, some of these depressed people have low serotonin. Then they concluded unscientifically that low serotonin causes depression. Whereas Maybe it, the serotonin is low because of the depression. Exactly, because of behavioral things or th- events of life that have happened to people. So here's the interesting thing. 
they had depression in the DSM, like the original DSM, the diagnostic, whatever manual of diagnoses thing that psychiatry uses to diagnose people. It became finally nationally standardized with that book, I think it was the 60s or 70s. We're on the DSM-5 now. We're on the fifth edition. So what they did was they had criteria for depression, right? And mm-hmm. like it's, uh, there's like seven things, I think, and if you have five of them... And it has to go on for a certain amount of time. time or else than, it's, I think it's considered dysphoria. Yes. If it, if it doesn't, like in clinical depression, it has to go on I believe for a it's a month, I think, or, or something without stopping. Might be three months. Really? Yeah. So they... Well, no, whatever, I think you're right. It might be a month. Okay. It has to go on for longer than a month. Because yeah. then you can attribute it to something else. Well, here's the... This is... Why it's interesting. So, like, they realized once that came out, they started using it and going around diagnosing people. But then they realized that people who had, like, a family member die, they were coming in and they're like, well, basically everyone who's grieving displays these symptoms. Of depression, yeah. right. So they're like, well, then... But we, they don't call it depression because it can be otherwise explained by grief. We ha- they say we have to... Uh, Expand the we, DSM. Well, what they we had was they said we we can't just be diagnosing every par- every parent who's grieving with that, with depression. So they made what's called the grief exception. And they said, all right, it's like if you have this shit for this long, unless you're you're grieving, and then that, but that that raised the question of, uh, but then like some grieving people weren't getting the diagnosis and treatment that they that they needed because they had depression maybe before, and this just made it worse. Like so, it was a big mess. But it, it started at least a conversation. About, all right, well, if grief, if someone dying can cause the symptoms of depression, well, well couldn't other things? Well, all cause kinds it? of other life events. Like, what about trauma, childhood trauma, or adult trauma, or like or a, a job, medical condition? A medical condition, or a, or a job that makes you extremely stressed out or unhappy. And so, like, it, it started that conversation. This is what this guy, Johan Hari, has followed that thread. And he's saying, like, no, it's the stuff that goes on around us and to us and that we do every day that's behind most depression. And he's not against antidepressant medication. No, I'm sure there's still some clinical depression. Sure. People that are just yes. depressed no, for no, for that, gen- where, where you can't explain it by a medical right. condition or a, uh, a psychosocial event or condition. Right. And, and there's genetic. There's, we know there's, there, there's some heritability in, in depression. So there you go right sure. there. Because you see a lot of family history of it. Right. It's, especially like the mood disorders, bipolar we, disorders, schizoaffective. Yeah. Yes, like schizophrenia is actually a, di- a differential diagnosis because it has mood symptoms and thought symptoms. So you get like those like depression with psychotic features, anxiety that has some psychotic features. Yeah, um, and then schizoaffective is really kind of mood, and that's right down the middle. That one oyster almost ate shit. Flopster, not good at life. That's not even a big jump, buddy. It's nothing, not for a cat. You're fucking up. He's like, I meant to do that. I'm licking my foot. Yeah. Trying to scratch my belly on the corner of the counter. I wasn't trying to jump up. <laughs> I there. wasn't trying to jump up there. I just wanted to smash my head on it. So, uh, yeah, it's a good recovery, though. Right? Yeah. So it's like so this guy's, but there there are biological antecedents to depression in some cases, and what there are is he he identified nine basically causes of depression, and two of them are biological heart Seven, condition. I don't know what the other ones. There's one's genetic heritability. chronic pain too, man. Yeah. Like chronic pain will fucking put you into depression. Can 
This is real. Yeah. Because it's hard to face the day when you know it's going to fucking hurt all well, day long. And because... It, Remember it, how you felt when your back was at its well, worst? Right, but the added thing is that it, t- it it takes you away from activities that, that are fulfilling. That you enjoy, yeah. And those are so important in yeah. maintaining happiness. It, you know, I, I, I have no doubt that it's it's been harder, the struggle to get back to feeling better and happier because of the things that I'm not willing to put myself at risk for concussions to do anymore. Right. I don't want another concussion ever if I can avoid it. Exactly, and and the, so that close that narrows the window of what you can do. Things with that your made life. things that made me very jujitsu right. made me very happy. Me man. too. It's like it a did. It was major. It was issue. a big part of my life for those ten years. Huge. It was like fifty percent of my fucking life. Yeah. Connect a few more threads here. They uh, they did a study. Uh, they wanted to know. Uh, doctors wanted to know, which I actually asked on this podcast like years ago. I got, I looked it up. I don't know what the answer was, but. I said, you know, if you took like a really huge fat guy and you stuck him on a desert island, like with a skinny guy, say, and they had no food, would the skinny guy die first? And like, I want to know if like, does all that fat, can you use that? Can your body live off that? No, you're going to be fasting, John. So your body's going to learn to live off fat, right? Yeah. Well, that is exactly what is behind intermittent fasting because they found out, indeed, they gave this guy nothing, or it was a woman in this one case, they gave her nothing but water and multivitamins and close medical supervision for like three months. She didn't eat any food. Damn. And she lost 350 pounds. Bet she did. And so, and then she was, she was fine. She was healthy. Cause, well, because the vitamins are what you break all your food down to anyway. Like that's what you're pulling out of it. That's what you need to complete the chemical reactions inside your body are those vitamins. Yeah. And then you can, you know. The fat will get, would become used as fuel. You can break that down into sugars, right? And then yeah. that's what you yeah. need. And that's, and that's what's behind intermittent fasting is that it switches your body over to fat burner. I think I said that before instead of the, the sugar burning. And so that's just good all around for you. It makes you leaner and it uh, makes you crave sugar less. What was crazy though is the lady loses all the weight. She goes out into the world, and then all of a sudden, one day, she eats all the food ever, and then she gains back about 250 of the pounds. So then they went, they talked to her, and they're like, well, what happened? You know, what? And she's like, I don't know. I just, I just ate everything one day. And, they, and then they were like, all right, well, tell us about that day. You know, what happened that day that you started eating again? And she said, oh, uh, this guy hit on me. And they were like, oh, okay. They're like, what, what did you feel about that? And she still wasn't very, she didn't have an insight. She's like, oh, I'm not, I don't know. I, I know I didn't like it, but I don't know. And then they said, well, you know, did anything bad ever happen to you when you were a kid? Like, did you ever have sexual abuse or anything? And she's like, oh, yeah. When I was 11, my, uh, my, my grandfather started raping me and did for months or years or something. So you got childhood trauma? Yeah. Probably and, some PTSD. And she had been... She was morbidly obese because she didn't want male attention. Sure. Makes sense. And so the day that she was skinny and the guy, some guy finally hit on her, she, she went got back triggered, to it. basically. And then so they did a I stu- know conservatives hate that word, but it's real <laughs> well, shit. They get triggered so. all the time. Yeah, yeah. They live triggered. Yeah. So oh, that's a t shirt, bro. Live triggered. Live triggered. You could all too easily turn that into a Second Amendment t shirt, though. Well, layers, John. Layers. Yeah, yeah, that's got, an onion shirt. I call liberals. that an onion shirt. It's got fuck liberals and it's got like pro gun. Yeah. On it. Live trigger. Dude. I'm a genius. You make some money on that genius. shit. Yeah. So uh, you could, that could even be like the, a brand name, right? Live triggered. 
and then just have different shirts. Like it's good enough. It's clever enough of a phrase. I mean, to we have, have to have at least one shirt with a cat on it. Yeah. <laughs> then we have universal appeal. That's true. Now I'm down. I yeah, want to be John's part of the company. In. Cat man. I'm going to buy in. He's the next superhero, cat man. I want uh, stock options. Let's talk stock options after the show. Yeah. So then they did a study on a bunch of morbidly obese people. Did they starve all of them? No, they no. just they just were studying them for this thing that they learned about the the girl the, the that woman, and they found that fifty five percent of the people in this randomly selected group had had like severe sexual assault and trauma when they were children, and like no one knew that before. So it's a, it, like it turns out it's probably a defense mechanism. Like exactly. you just keep building yourself bigger so that nobody exactly it's wants quite that. easily explained. Nobody actually. wants that from you. Yeah, and it it honestly it makes sense. Yeah. Like that's that seems like a fairly logical reaction, right? Like you don't want people to pay this kind of attention to you, then be something they don't want to pay attention to. And here's the here's the final thread: so, uh, smoking. And this is all Johan Hari. I'm just repeating all the shit he research he did, and he has some critics and stuff. But um, the other thing is smoking. So they when they invented the nicotine patch, I don't know, it was the 70s or the 90s. I don't know what it was. Um, the scientists or everyone were all like, oh. We're, that's it. We're curing smoking. Like no one's going to smoke anymore because we found a way to to give them the drug safely. You give them exactly what they're getting from cigarettes, like the exact number of milligrams, and so they won't need the fucking dangerous uh, cigarette anymore. They could just have the patch. And then like thirteen percent of smokers, it works on. So they were like, "What the fuck?" And it was well, it's more than a physical addiction. There's a habit. Like there's a habit from someone who quit smoking and has been successful. Like and I, I feel like I have a little bit of insight into yeah. this, why it's so hard to quit. Because there's one, like every time you smoke a cigarette, it takes an average of probably six to 10 minutes. So, Would you, you build a lifestyle out of that? Sure. So you smoke a pack a day, that's two hours. So what do you do with that time? What, what, do, you, what do you plug into that hole? Because when, you, when you take something out, you create a hole. And what you put back in makes a big difference. You got to fill that hole with something. Yeah. It also, like it becomes kind of... Like ritualistic, like before you get in the car, when you get in the car, after you have a meal, after you have sex, like you do, there's a cigarette that that coincides with all these events. So what do you do instead? What do you do with your hands during that time you're usually smoking? Like there's and a related thing is that like a lot of times those two hours they're getting away from people is one thing. Go out and have a smoke, or they're getting a change of environment, little me time, and that can be that's totally normal thing for some people to want, right? So then. Not only are they do they have to fill the time with something that doesn't remind them of smoking, what because they're trying to quit. They also are missing out on a on a this totally unrelated thing that on they were getting. Meantime, how many times do you see somebody standing outside by themselves smoking? Yeah, all the time. Just that's me time. That's, that's reset time. time. And a lot of people need that. A lot of people out there are you know they they have to have a lot of that. I've started doing it at work. Like there's a little sidewalk around the courtyard i just do i figured out that it's exactly 250 of my steps around that thing so i'll go out there and walk 3,000 5,000 steps just to fucking so the so addiction in general this guy was writing is a big is you got to think of it in these ways it's not the chemical hooks model of addiction was way overblown let's put it that way it ain't the whole picture it ain't even half the picture strange that we keep running into that every time we get into an issue on this show that it ain't one thing Yes. Never just one thing. Right. And it's never, it's never, it's also never just something that science can fix. Like just something that numbers and measurements can fix. No, there's always something existential about everything that you can't put a thumb on. Something human, something cultural. 
So like that's that addiction mis- is that- going through the roof, uh, depression through the roof, anxiety through the roof, obesity through the roof. And we've got the richest society the world has ever known, even though the working class is getting completely shat on. But we're still doing great compared to the third world or whatever. Sure, my, and, most of my days are pretty comfortable. Yes. So, so why all these horrific things, addiction, da 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 da, be, obesity and depression? Because obviously there's something terribly wrong with our society, and I, we all know that. But it, that, that's what's going on here, and I think that'll help depress people a little bit to know that. Man, like, not only is it not like your fault, and not only are there other people like you, but you might be having a healthy reaction to, or at least this a no- at least a normal reaction, an expect yeah, an expected reaction. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not. I mean, depression. I don't think anybody could describe as healthy, but unless I mean, it, it unless sure it, doesn't yeah. fucking feel that way. Unless it, yeah, unless you look at it as like a, a, a spurring you to change and make you know do what you can to fix the underlying cause. Right. But yeah, it's I don't not think we're built healthy. like that. But they're not building people like that anymore either. Not regularly. Where you you use adverse and fucked up situations to drag yourself out and build yourself up. Like that's not yeah. how people are tend to be more fatalistic these days, I think. Yeah. And well and that chemical model takes agency away from you. It says, Oh, you're just a slave to a chemical. Yeah. And that's the opposite of using depression or addiction as a teacher. And trying to try to get out of them. Well, and you know, you know, like subconsciously, addicts just, you know, the main thing here is to get you to stop taking the drug or the main thing with your depressed person is to stop the symptoms through heavy medication is the same. And, or, you know, or the, or the main thing for the obese person is to get on the treadmill and stop eating, uh, drinking sodas and shit. No, no, no. Like if it's a big thing, but but it, but it, but it even almost, you almost shouldn't talk about it at the as the first thing at all because if you take the 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 whole moral of the story is that people are doing these things to cope with problem and so if you take away their coping thing without even talking about why they needed it in the first place is a recipe well, then for you're just, relapse. Well, it's, it's it's like treating the symptoms of a disease rather than treating the root cause of the disease. Precisely. Like the disease process is still occurring. Now it just maybe manifests itself in a different way. Or you relapse. And again, you know, you're taking, you're taking something out. What, what are you, are you putting knowledge and, and empowerment back in, which is, I think what you're saying. Stuff you, that makes stuff. That's good. Stuff that makes you feel good. Positive. <laughs> Like community and like uh, work that work well, that you, you know when you fulfilling work. It's funny that you mentioned community because humans are social creatures, and it, it's a lot of social circumstances and our reaction to them that drove us into these depressed states, whether we want to think they are or not. And there's probably a lot of people that are depressed that don't think they are. Yeah. Like if, like if you're angry all the time, yeah. there's a good chance you're fucking depressed or you have anxiety yes. because anger is a normal component of those things. And you might very well have built up anger as like, oh, this is just because I'm, I'm, I'm tough and I'm a badass. So, you know, you'll, you might find some way to... Well, anger is a lot easier to feel than sadness and vulnerability. It's, right. a, it's not a vulnerable emotion. You can control it. Well, yeah. and sort of, and, yeah. and you, it's strong. It's yeah. a strong thing. You feel like you're presenting as strong. When you're vulnerable and weak, you, nobody wants to feel like that, man. No. Especially with this weird skewed idea of masculinity that we have yes. where you have to be this thing to be a man. You know, I see so many things online where the dude's like, oh, I can see your vagina from Uh here. Ah, fuck, man. Suck it up. Stop complaining. And then they turn around and complain. I I miss sometimes the days when I used to jump in there. 
Because I used to be like, I'm dancing, listening to Taylor Swift right now, and I'll beat your fucking ass if you come to my house. Yeah. Like, let's do this. Yeah. I'm going to cry at a sad movie later, and then I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's how do you feel? And you call me a little, uh, a little pansy. How do you how do you feel getting your ass kicked by a pansy? Yeah, right? by a snowflake. I, I melted on you. Kind of automatically makes you the bigger pansy. Yeah, I melted on you. So if I'm a snowflake, what are you like a raindrop? Yeah, <laughs> you're not even unique. Yeah, you're a raindrop. Yeah, hydrogen and oxygen dancing around like yeah. like they don't know what's going on. Yeah, and I'm super ionic, I'm bitch. Super ionic up in this. You're just plain old water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super rionic. You're just plain old water. I'm going to come over your house and beat your daughter. <laughs> I would have substituted something for beat, but. Yeah. Court. Yeah, court. That's what I was going to say, John. <laughs> There's a C in the word I was going to use. That's for sure. I asked Christine, we're watching a commercial, and I'm like, what if we signed up for Match? If both of us signed up on Match.com, right. do you think it would match us up? Yeah. And if it didn't match us up, like, what would that mean? Did we break it? Like, because we've been happily married for 24 years. Right. So clearly we're compatible. Right. So would match match us up? Very good question. They should. I wonder if they've run any experiments on that. They probably have. We can look that up and see. That's pretty funny. Yeah. If, if you bite the hand that feeds you, are you a cannibal? Well, folks, thanks for listening. 148, I believe. In the bag. Done and done. I will see you. We will see you next Sunday for episode 149. And we'll do something big for 150, and I'll get everything back working on the internet, maybe. Possibly. And, uh, shit is weirdly complex. Can't get any answers on it. But here's the show for you. So glad yeah. you listened, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.